At the Illinois State House, House Democrats offered up a $45.7 billion spending plan of state tax resources. That includes a variety of things, a lot of spending, but also they say about $1.3, $1.4 billion of tax relief for taxpayers out there. Uh, so we'll see this advance. Of course, this is just the House Democrats' proposal, uh, and uh, it's something that uh, comes with a whole host of different types of uh, taxing issues as well. Uh, so some of the top line issues here, of course, uh, 45 $0.7 billion spending uh, based off of uh, $46 billion in revenue. So that uh, leaves a little bit of a surplus. Democrats saying that uh, the management of the budget's been um, uh, well done by Governor J.B. Pritzker. Republicans have said this is only possible because of the billions of dollars that uh, the state government got. Uh, and also the the billions of dollars that went across to all all levels of government in Illinois, be it school districts, uh, city councils, uh, the county boards, and so on. Uh, let alone the billions of dollars that went out to the private sector as well, uh, including uh, landlords, uh, small businesses, and and whatnot. So forty six billion dollars in revenue to pay for a forty five point six or point seven billion dollar spending plan. So some of the details came in nearly 4,000 pages of legislation. They dropped that late Tuesday. They had a news conference with Democrats uh, Wednesday morning uh, where they talked about some of the proposals uh, and the priorities. Uh, like, for instance, uh, they talked about um, uh, including payments for state employee group health and including $500 million for pension debt. Uh, something they say will save taxpayers, and it will if we're not paying interest on that debt. It's going to save taxpayers. Uh, but they're also adding $900 million to the state's rainy day fund just in case there's any other kind of downturn in the economy or, God forbid, uh, another pandemic. Uh, but there's also around $100 million for local governments through the local government distributive fund. And if you've been paying attention, uh, they're actually looking for about $500 million, all right? Uh, and then K-12 through schools get an additional $350 million. There's a 5% increase for higher ed in the budget. Safety net hospitals and long-term care facilities also get increased spending um, and uh, even more. Um, they're also looking at how to uh, dole out some more of those federal tax dollars for COVID relief. Uh, they already used a substantial portion of that to pay down partially the unemployment trust fund debt, but they didn't fully pay that off. So we're still paying interest there. Um, but uh, they're looking at giving money to the hotel industry, and they're also looking at $250 million from those federal tax funds to give to violence prevention grants. So another aspect of uh, the budget are the, the taxing policies. And we've heard, of course, uh, expanding the earned income tax credit, um, uh, giving everybody uh, who has an income tax filing $100, $50 per child, giving uh, tax credits to teachers, giving tax credits to volunteer firefighters, um, uh, property tax rebate, uh, but also freezing the gas tax that's not even in effect yet. All right, Illinois doubled the gas tax back in 2019. But part of that, they also added on increased taxes every year pegged to inflation. So in 2019, doubled the gas tax for the state from 19 cents, 36 cents or something, 38 cents. Uh, and then uh, 
the following year, it went up uh, a few cents a gallon because it's tied, tied to inflation. The following year after that, it went up a few cents a gallon. So now it's set again, July 1st of this year, it's going to go up pegged to inflation. Uh, so Democrats uh, in the Senate Friday, they proposed freezing that looming increase for six months. The House came in this week and the Democrats said, we want to freeze that for a year, for a year. So um, we'll see what ultimately happens with that. That uh, not really relief, according to some. Uh, Republicans have been proposing to cap the sales tax that's on top of the state's gas tax. That's on top of the, the federal gas tax. That's on top of even in some instances in Illinois, uh, local and county taxes. All right. So you can see how the taxes just really start adding up. Uh, but the Republican proposals don't seem to be any part of this equation whatsoever. But something else that's part of this equation, Democrats didn't reveal during their news conference. It came out through analysis of the uh, nearly 4,000 pages of legislation that was dropped uh, late Tuesday, early Wednesday. And that's a provision dealing with putting stickers on fuel pumps. Not, not the stickers that you might see of Joe Biden pointing up to the price of gas saying, I did that. You've seen those stickers. Not, no, no, no. They, they're not wanting to require those stickers to be put on gas pumps. Uh, they're wanting to require a, a sticker that says something else about, uh, about the General Assembly. Some see as electioneering. This is State Representative Ryan Spain talking with uh, State Representative Mike Zaleski about this idea of requiring stickers to be put on gas pumps uh, from yesterday's uh, committee hearing, unpacking all of the various issues uh, concerning the uh, Illinois state budget proposal. You know, on the gas tax uh, discussion uh, through the upcoming period, uh, which is the campaign season in the state of Illinois, uh, can you talk about uh, the question regarding signage on the gas pumps? Has that been uh, resolved? Where does where that oh, stand? Been, I mean, I don't think it's been resolved to Mr. Sharp's satisfaction, uh, but it's in the language as it exists right now, yes. And so explain it a little more. You'd, you'd like to put a sign on every gas pump in the state of Illinois? Yeah, we would we would say that as a reminder to the um, to the pumping nation out there, to the pumping Illinoisans, that um, as a result of the work of the General Assembly, that they the, the cola adjustment has not gone into effect. And the uh, petroleum marketers, the uh, Fuel and Retail Association, is uh, opposed. They are. Uh, reading from Mr. Sharp, this industry won't be forced into offering free election year advertising for the governor, ordering businesses to take part in speech that is compelled by the government under the threat of fines and criminal penalties is unwise and unconstitutional. Either this language comes out or we'll be litigating the matter in court. He was a little nicer to me in the hallway, but... I do think he said that. So why don't we drop this out? I mean, it does seem like electioneering, uh, you know, kind of giving further uh, evidence to an election year gimmick. I, I I think you've heard Leader Harris explain, and, and you'll hear it from me too, Ryan. We have three days left. Um, we're, we're, we're very much interested in an agreed disposition with the Senate and the governor's office, and to the extent um, your caucuses can, can be made happy on some items.
Um, everything is, is sort of rolling towards conclusion. Um, I understand it bothers a lot of individuals um, and stakeholders. So yeah, I, I understand your criticism of it. Has uh, anything like this happened before in the state of Illinois, these well, kind of notices? Well, my understanding based on what I read in the in cap facts today is that um, when the we did something similar in the 90s and the tax expired, there was a notice by um, the the few the fuel retailers that the, the the price had gone up as a result of governmental action. So I think um, it, there is precedent. I've also seen instances where um, you go to the Secretary of State's office and you're reminded that the price of the sticker has gone up as a result of public act so and so and so and so. Um, it, it does happen. There is precedent. But one thing that was brought up also uh, in that conversation, again, that was uh, State Representative Ryan Spain questioning uh, State Representative Mike Zaleski about a proposal uh, if they freeze the looming gas tax increase. It's not even in effect yet. The proposal would require that gas stations put on their gas pumps a note that says the General Assembly did not increase your taxes. <laughs> Which is an interesting uh, an interesting ask of uh of convenience stores and gas stations uh but uh, it was brought up that no such thing was placed or required to be placed on gas pumps when they doubled the gas tax right you didn't see any sticker like that saying you're paying double the gas tax now thanks to the illinois general assembly uh so kind of fascinating again to, to see that little element again democrats didn't talk about it at the news conference you had to pour through the bill something the republican staff did and brought it up during a committee hearing yesterday uh we'll take one call on this uh good morning you're on wmay greg you just hand out stickers that say not because every damn pump in town has a sticker that says i did this with biden's face i know next it. To it i know it yeah so you just put not up. right next to it. hey real quick greg sure. i ran down bought something off marketplace down by the St. Louis Zoo. Pretty affluent area down there. I got gas for three eighty seven. Oh. This is last Saturday. Yep. Illinois, four thirty eight. Yep. What is that? Fifty plus cent that, difference? Yeah. That's a St. Louis, a little bit bigger town than yeah. Springfield. Sure. How the hell does that make any sense at all? That's well, what it is, it's, 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 it's the doubling. 30. It's the doubling of the state's gas tax that did that. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate the call. All right, uh, take a break and come back with uh, some more from action at the State House, including more detail about the budget. Uh, in particular, a guaranteed income program for the Metro East. I'll share details with, about that coming up here on WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop.